Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, and welcome into our episode today. And today's episode is incredibly important because today we're going to talk about relationships, so incredibly important. And we first dived into this topic when we talked about win-win relationships, and I got so much positive feedback about that. I kept hearing win-win everywhere. People were talking about it, and it was so awesome. And then In our last few episodes, we talked about resentment and we touched on relationships because of course you can't talk about resentment without talking about who you're feeling resentment towards. And I know you're going to be shocked to hear this, but (laughs) we're going to talk about relationships a little differently than probably what you've heard before. So let's talk about how to resolve relationship issues without confrontation. This is big and this is good, good stuff. Let's dive right in. This is such a good discussion. I am so glad that you're here for it. This is incredible because what we're talking about is avoiding confrontation and fights And this is really something other people don't tell you to do. They tell you the opposite. But we're going to take a different look at it. And this is such great stuff. So great. But before we dive in, I just wanted to share something with you. And I wanted to tell you that I was not feeling well last week. I don't know what it was. I was just feeling so off. I was tired. And it wasn't a normal tired. It was a tired where you just almost can't function. And I just wanted to tell you, so you can see an example of what I teach. And that is, I took things easy. So I knew I wasn't feeling well. I told my husband in advance, I'm not feeling well. If there's anything that I usually do that you could do, I would appreciate it. I told him I was going to need to rest more in the evenings, and I did. I really rested, and the funny thing was I ended up getting a good amount done because I was resting so much that it was giving me energy. And today, you can hear from my voice, I feel good, I feel great, and I want to encourage you that when you're not feeling right, do not push yourself. You know, we talk about it on our episodes, but I just wanted to give you an example from my life, you know, a real life example. You need to rest. You know, when your body is screaming at you that something isn't right, please listen to it. So now I'm talking to you. I feel great. I feel energized. And I'm so happy to be talking to you, especially about relationships because this is so important. If you're having issues with your relationships, you're not going to be balanced. Like There is no way 
you cannot be balanced if you're constantly upset. We talked last time about being resentful. You can't feel balanced when you're having these emotions. And before my husband and I got married, we were talking to an elderly rabbi, a very wise person. I did not know him well. I actually don't even remember his name. To this day, I do not remember his name. But I remember the advice that he gave us that I will never forget. And here's what he told us. He told us that every fight that we have would be like a brick. And he said that every fight, no matter how small, would be a brick that would eventually build a whole wall between us. That's quite a visual, isn't it? It's no wonder I never forgot it because it was so visual. I could really understand what he meant. You know, if he just said, don't fight, you know, I don't think that would have captured what he was telling us, except the bricks, I could really picture that. And the moral of his story was to have as few bricks as possible. And his advice was essentially not to fight because he said a remnant of that fight would always be there. There would always be a brick creating negativity around the relationship. He was really wise, wasn't he? I don't think at the time I quite understood how wise he was, but he really was. And I think about his advice all the time, even though this rabbi has long since passed away and we've been married a long time now. And his advice applies not only to couples, but really to everyone. It applies to your relationship with your mother, with your children, with your coworkers, your friends. Every time there's a fight, a bit of your relationship degrades and it's not the same as it was. You know, it's a little different. That fight is always there. And before we go further, let's define what it means to have a fight. Because in my mind, that's not necessarily a screaming match. You know, it's not like you're arguing and yelling. Because a fight can be as simple as criticism. Because, you know, if you have teens or tweens, you know what I'm saying. Anything you say that you think is nothing can be taken as criticism very, very easily. You know, it doesn't take much. A fight between you and your spouse can be when you tell your spouse, we need to talk. Oh, (laughs) his words. There's nothing that puts fear in people's heart more than those words, you know? And then you talk about something that's been bothering you a lot. And sometimes after you have these conversations, really, really great things happen and the air is cleared And good things happen as a result of these intense conversations. So don't mistake me in what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't ever have a heart to heart. Don't ever say something that could be used as criticism. I'm not saying that. Not at all. Because you need those conversations. But here's what I'm telling you. Use those conversations carefully. Because if you use them too often, 
Or if you use them and they go south, you know, it doesn't go well, then that conversation just becomes another brick in between the two of you and it doesn't help things. So I define a brick as a negative interaction. Like I said, it's not necessarily a fight where people are angry with each other. For this podcast, we're going to label it as any negative discussion that feels heavy and that people are just generally not wanting to have, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to step away from the quote experts because I've taken so many communication courses where they teach you how to have positive conversations when you're essentially telling somebody you're not happy with them. So according to my definition, it's a negative interaction. And here are some of the methods you may have heard of. And this is many people's favorite. It's the sandwich method. And that's where you put a negative, let's say the bologna, in between two positives, which is the bread. And this is used a lot in, let's say, performance reviews, where they'll tell you, you're a great employee, but you need to stop coming to work late. And by the way, you're a fabulous employee. And I don't know who people think they're fooling, but after somebody hears this method used even once, they're just waiting for it. So as soon as their boss tells them they're doing a good job, they don't even hear that because they're tense and they're waiting for the inside of the sandwich. They're saying, what is the inside of the sandwich going to look like? Is it going to be awful? (laughs) What is it going to be? They don't care about the bread. They want to hear what they did wrong. So this method, I don't even know. I have no words to describe this method. Another method is to use the I message. And I actually think this is a great way to communicate when you really have to have one of these conversations. So we talked about sometimes you really do need to say something, you know, something is a problem. You need to address it. And the way an I message works is you say how you feel instead of accusing the other person of doing something. So it's a really good method to use when you have to talk to somebody. And maybe we'll talk about this more in another episode because this is a really good technique. Here's an example of what you may say to your partner. So you may say, for example, I feel so exhausted from doing so much and I would love if you could help with the laundry. You see how that's so much better than saying, you never do anything around the house except for play video games. So instead with an I message, you start off with saying how you're feeling instead of accusing the other person. Really, really nice way to do this. But do you see how the I message still has a smidge of brick to it? It's still, it's a negative interaction. And if you've said this to your partner a thousand times, maybe the tone of your voice is going to sound like a pretty heavy brick. (laughs) It may not come out as nice as I said it, shall we say. So here's what I've never seen taught. And I would love for you to learn. Because instead of communicating in a nice way that you're upset with somebody, what if you just fix the problem? I know, this is so basic. Why does nobody else teach it? 
but I do this all the time in my personal life. I teach my clients to do it. And they're always amazed because nobody talks about this. So let's take the laundry and I'm going to give you a real life example. My husband has taken over the job of washing our sheets. I do a lot, you know, I do other things around the house. And this is something he doesn't mind doing. I can't even begin to tell you how thrilled I was when he took this from my stack of responsibilities. I was so happy. But then the problem started because some weeks he wouldn't get to it and I'd get upset. I really don't like it when my sheets don't smell fresh and it just makes me crazy. I could have chosen to do one of the nice communication techniques. I could have told him nicely. I could have used an iMessage. But instead, I didn't create any bricks at all. I just resolved the problem. Here's how I did it. So simple. It's so funny because this technique is so simple. So first I waited because you can never do this when you're upset. Can I just say (laughs) it just doesn't work. So I waited till one Sunday when my husband remembered to wash the sheets on his own. Yay. So I thanked him. You know, I gave him a ton of thanks And I told him that I noticed it's hard to remember to wash the sheets. And he agreed, it really is hard. And I asked him, I said, what do you think about putting it in your Google Calendar so that you'd have a weekly reminder? And he said, oh, that's a great idea. And he whipped out his phone, he set it up, and now I'm happy to report it's rare for him to forget to wash the sheets. He does it almost every time on schedule. See how we just resolved the problem without a talk, without a brick, without criticism, no discussion, no ick. It is so simple and it is so effective. Like I said, I don't know why I don't hear other people giving this advice. This is how we all need to live. We don't have to have these intense discussions every week. Like save them for when you really need them. Let me give you another example because that's how we learn the best. So let me give you another example. Let's say your mom likes to call you at work during the worst times. You know, you're busy, you're trying to get work done, And your mom just thinks your work time is time for her to talk to you. And you get really aggravated. It is really annoying. So what do you do? (laughs) If you're like most people, the phone rings, you answer it, and you probably don't sound your nicest. Maybe you're curt. Maybe you tell your mom it's the worst time. Stop doing it. Maybe you politely ask her to call you back whatever it is, you know, it's not a positive interaction. Let's call it a brick. It just doesn't work. And frankly, and I'm guilty of this, you know, not necessarily my mother, but when people call and I'm not in the mood to talk and I sound curt, I don't even know why I answer the phone. But anyway, let's just take it as This is something that's ongoing. Your mother does this at least once a week, and it's very irritating. What if you do this instead? What if instead of having a discussion with your mother 
And let's say your mother is very sensitive, so these discussions may not go so well. It may lay a brick. What if instead you're having a nice chat with her? Let's say it's Friday night at 8 p.m. and you are both having a great time. You're talking, things are going well. What if you pause and you say to her, you know, mom, 8 p.m. on Friday nights is such a great time for me. It's so much better than work because I can really focus on you. I'm enjoying this time. And you're not lying. You know, your mother can tell you're really having a nice talk. And you say to her, let's put this on our calendar. Let's do this every Friday at 8 p.m. Done and done. Your mom is happy because she's going to talk to you at least once a week. You're happy because she's not calling you at work anymore. See how you solve the problem without creating a brick. And of course, you have to tailor the fix to the person. And sometimes the solution isn't going to work. You know, what if you do this? You have your Friday night date with your mom, but she still keeps calling you at work. In that case, yeah, maybe you do have to have a discussion with her. Maybe you're going to have to create the brick. But see, maybe you won't. Maybe you'll just fix the problem and you can avoid creating tension and upsetness and just, you know, harming the relationship. Maybe you can do it by just fixing the problem. It's definitely worth a try. It's worth it, right? Even if it works 50% of the time, wow, you know, that's 50% less drama than you would have had. But I'm going to tell you, the more you do this, the better you're going to get at it. In each of my examples, you'll notice that I waited till there was a positive circumstance and then I did it. I've just learned to do that just by practice. You know, it's so much better when somebody's doing something right to tell them to continue doing the right thing. I try to do that with my kids a lot. When I'm successful, it's incredible. Just incredible. I was going to end the podcast here, but I think I'm going to give you a bonus example just to make sure you really understand what I'm saying. And I'm going to use a total different example to make sure I've really solidified it for you. And just to review... What we're doing here is that when it's appropriate to do so, instead of having a heavy discussion with somebody about something that bothers you, instead, if you can, you'll just simply fix the problem and save those discussions for when they're really needed, you know, for really, really big things or when you try to do what I'm saying and it doesn't work because every discussion has the potential for creating a brick. And maybe the discussion won't create a brick. Maybe it'll bring you closer. But what we're talking about, just to review in this episode, is we don't want to waste these discussions on something small that you could really just resolve. So for our bonus example, let's use our kids because they always make great examples when it comes to discussing conflict. (laughs) Yeah. In my family, what has the potential to make me very, very cranky is when my kids are on internet for too long. I get very upset and I'm always fussing at them to come off. I don't like it. 
So this is a really hard one. If you're a mom of teens or tweens, this is really, really rough. How do you get your kids to come off the internet, especially if you have a history of talking to them about this time and time again, and they're a little sick of it, and so are you. So here's what we did that just fixed the problem. So we talked about it with them, and what we decided to do was to simply turn off internet for them. I said simply, but it's not simple. But what we decided and everybody agreed to was to turn off internet between 1 and 4 p.m. And it's done automatically. We can manually override it if we need to, if they're doing homework or if for some reason they do need internet. But other than that, it's done automatically. So I'm not fussing at them. They're not begging me. It's just the rule. The router goes down between one and four, and that's that. See how that just solved the problem? And in the morning, what we do is there's a certain time where they're allowed internet. They're not allowed before that time in the morning, and they have to do a few things before they can have internet, like a chore, maybe emptying out the dishwasher, that type of thing. So you see now how there's no more discussion. There's no more fights. Okay, I shouldn't say there's no more fights. But the number of fights has gone down drastically. And yeah, the first Sunday we did this, it sure was a brick. The kids weren't happy. It used to be they were unhappy every Sunday. But because we created a system, they were unhappy once. They're a little unhappy every Sunday, but for the most part, it isn't a brick that we lay every week with them because we fixed the problem. We created a system and that's that. So that is a totally different example of where fixing the problem could really help things, can really resolve future conflicts. And it was hard. That's a hard example. <laughs> that was probably harder than the other two. But it was really, really helpful. Now, at this point, you may be wondering, when do I recommend a discussion? When do I recommend using that I message, for example? And that is, if there is a major issue that's bothering you, then I for sure recommend a discussion. If it's worth the brick. Again, think about it in terms of bricks. Or maybe, here's a big one. Maybe you're creating a brick by not discussing it. Maybe it's the pink elephant in the room that's getting bigger and bigger because there's something major going on that you are not discussing. I'll give you a personal example. I remember the first time I used an iMessage. I still remember. I learned the technique and I used the message and I talked to my husband about the fact that I felt like I was doing more chores than he was. I felt like I was doing way more than my share. And it was a difficult discussion. It was very difficult and it was necessary because I had so much resentment in me. It wasn't the type of thing we could resolve easily. I needed him to know how I felt so that we could solve it so we could start dividing up the chores differently. And this is also a perfect example where not discussing it was causing issues 
because I was getting more and more upset every day, every single day. So I was creating a brick by not discussing it. So I used my iMessage and I have to report it went really well. It brought us closer together and he understood what I was saying because before that discussion, I was just being angry. You know, we would have discussions on this, obviously, but without using that iMessage, it didn't go well. So when I used the iMessage and I talked to him calmly, he really understood where I was doing more than him and we resolved the issue. And it was an ongoing discussion. He learned about invisible work that we talked about on a previous episode. He learned about emotional work. And again, we keep talking about it. It was a good discussion and it helps strengthen our relationship. Do you see the difference? Do you see I'm not telling you to never have a discussion? I'm just saying when you can and when it's appropriate, just fix the problem. You know, <laughs> you can't have a heart to heart twice a week and have it be helpful. You know, save it for when it really matters. It's something big. It's important. Other than that, just fix the problem. So my friend, thank you for listening to this very different and unique take on resolving relationship conflicts. I hope you enjoyed it. And I want to hear from you. I want to hear when you use this and it worked and how it strengthened your relationship because that's what the solution does. In the long run, it really makes your relationships so much stronger, so much better. All right, my friend, wishing you so much balance. I hope you have a wonderful week and thank you for listening. And before you go, if you haven't already, I would love for you to leave me a podcast review in whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Thank you again for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.